at it, folks. A five-hour KM to AM. We're going to talk sports. We're going to take your calls. We're going to live in the fact that we are in March. Spring is coming. It was 6 p.m. It was still light out today. It's going to get warmer. Things have already gotten better. New York sports are alive and well. The NFL is over, but we still have the NFL Combine and soon the NFL Draft and plenty to talk about around the Jets and the Giants and decisions that will be made. And with football being over, the New York Knicks should be shining right now. And they are coming off a huge win against the Brooklyn Nets. The KD Kyrie era is over. The Nets look cooked. The Knicks look good. Seven in a row. They're rolling. And tonight, Patrick Kane makes his debut for the New York Rangers. I feel like we're not hyping that up enough. Patrick Kane, I repeat, makes his debut for your New York Rangers. The Garden is back. The Garden is alive. I heard someone call Tiki and Tierney and say that I talked down on the Garden. No, what I say about the Garden is that it's the most famous arena for others to come to and do great things. But now, finally, that home ice advantage that the Rangers have has started to turn into home court advantage for the Knicks. The Knicks aren't blowing games anymore. The Knicks have a healthy team. Emphasis on the word team. They have a bunch of guys and a coach. And the Rangers have a team, too. A wagon. And as I'm talking about the winter sports, right, basketball and hockey, that's where we should be focused right now. The Devils are good, too. And the Islanders are right there in the hunt with the number one wild card seed. We should be talking hockey. This is coming from me, a guy that started on the fan and didn't know anything about hockey. I didn't watch. I'm a basketball fan. It's hard to be a good basketball fan and a good hockey fan. They overlap. Thank God I have the Devils now because the Nets aren't looking too great. And it's a mess in Brooklyn. And the tables have turned. Knicks fans, it is your time. I was on last night. I gave you the first hour to call. I'll give you the whole five hours tonight to gloat, to pump out your chest, to feel yourself, to say that the Knicks are back, the Knicks run New York, all of that. Stay down until you come up. Last night we talked about fandom, and we will do that again tonight. As a fan, you attach yourself to a team because they win a championship or because your dad rooted for them, your brother roots for them, or they're your local team, the closest team to you. And you have nothing to do with the outcome on the field, on the floor, on the ice. But you ride and die with your team. Loyalty over everything. Stay down until you come up. There are Knicks fans that didn't switch sides. In the 10 years that the Brooklyn Nets have been here, there were some fans that said, ah, I'm going to roll with Brooklyn. I'm going with Brooklyn. And right now, there are some fans exiting the Nets world, exiting the Nets fan base. It's rough right now for the Brooklyn Nets. What goes around comes around. The Knicks weren't going to be terrible forever. I think James Dolan, Leon Rose, World Wide West, those guys over there, they deserve some credit. Put some respect on their names. I don't know if you saw this coming. I didn't see this coming. Jalen Brunson, what a steal. 100 mil, they didn't pay him enough. He's the changer. He's the catalyst. He's the leader. He's everything for this team. He makes his teammates better. Julius Randle is better. And you guys can find little holes to pick in your own team like R.J. Barrett. And R.J. Barrett is doing enough and will do enough. Young guys on the team, 
Mitchell Robinson, Quentin Grimes, IQ, they're stepping up. It's nice to have Mitchell Robinson back, right? You have him, you have Hartenstein, you had Jericho Sims, but now there's a different look and feel with the Knicks. Josh Hart is undefeated as a Knick, and I know he wants us to stop talking about it, but the truth is, since the deadline, the Knicks are rolling. You hear Lugie yesterday say they're going to do damage, and he left it at that. And the Knicks filled in the blank. They did the rest last night. Talk about doing damage, 47 points in the first quarter. That's the most points scored in any first quarter in the NBA this year. Second half of a back-to-back, the Nets were not ready for this rivalry, the Battle of the Burrows. They were not ready for the smoke that came from Madison Square Garden. You see celebrities in, in Madison Square Garden. You see New Yorkers in Madison Square Garden. Every Knicks fan that might have tucked their Knicks gear and hid over the last couple years, they're back. It's a good time to be a New York sports fan and call the fan and listen to the fan. 877-337-6666. Baseball hasn't started yet, but we're getting little nuggets day by day out of camp with the Yankees and with the Mets. These are two teams that we expect to be in the top four, five, six teams in Major League Baseball all season. They're World Series contenders, and now they have young guys that are really looking like they could contribute this year. We don't know if they're actually going to make the club. We don't know if they're going to be called up later. But both sides have a ton of veteran talent, homegrown talent, young prospects that we can look forward to. I'm looking at this Ronnie Mauricio kid, and I say last night, man, the rich only get richer. Steve Cohen doesn't have to buy that guy. I don't know if they have room for him. Brett Beatty, Francisco Alvarez, there's a ton of talent on the Mets. Article comes out today that they're going to go with a six-man rotation. I know people are looking at Cookie Carrasco and looking at Jose Quintana and trying to figure some things out. They've got more than enough arms. They're going to be just fine with Kodai Sanga and Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer and David Peterson, Tyler McGill, whoever else steps in there for the Mets, they're going to be good because they have talent, a ton of talent. Francisco Lindor, Brandon Nimmo, Pete Alonzo, Jeff McNeil, the Mets are stacked, and they're back with a chip on their shoulder, right? A guy like Edwin Diaz talking about, we're here to win a ring. Verlander talking about, it's a failure if we don't get to the World Series. Last year, they were bouncing the wild card. They're coming back with a vengeance. They're trying to advance. And on the Yankee side, man, Anthony Volpe, already legendary. And he's going to make it hard for the Yankees to say, yeah, we'll see you in Somerset. If you ask me, the kid's not going to be there all year. He makes baseball look easy, and there's a ton of hype around him. We saw Rafael Ortega today make some noise. We saw Wandy Peralta strike a guy out in 20 seconds. And you're hearing all these different things from Yankee spring training. IKF can play the outfield. Aaron Judge is going to play left field. They've got a bunch of guys, too, a bunch of talent. The outfield will figure out with Giancarlo Stanton and uh, with Aaron Hicks and Harrison Bader has been looking good. But the infield is crowded. There's only four spots. You know Rizzo's stuck there at first base. DJ can back him up once in a while. Second base, there's a few guys that can play second base. Shortstop, there's a few guys that can play shortstop. There's a few guys that can play third base. Oswaldo Cabrera, Josh Donaldson, DJ LeMayu, IKF, Volpe, Peraza, Glaber Torres. Some moves might get made. I'm waiting on that trade. I'm waiting on somebody to wheel and deal here. Cashman, Epler. But it's a good time to be a New York sports fan. Basketball, football, hockey, baseball, it's all happening. Call me up tonight. We'll talk 
through all the sports and all the stories. We don't have to spend the whole night talking about Aaron Rodgers because he's not on a New York sports team. He may never be. If Derek Carr is the guy, then get him. Sign him. Rob Sala comes out and raves about the guy. Rob Sala's talking about Derek Carr, and it's like, what are we waiting on then? He says, I think he's more in line with what Stafford's career has been. If you can just get him to a place that can surround him with pieces and just allow him to play quarterback 10 to 15 times a game, it would be pretty cool. You've heard me talk about the mercenary quarterbacks, and I've already made the comparison that Derek Carr, to me, is more like Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers is more like Tom Brady. I think you can win with both of these guys. Who is going to be the better fit for the Jets? We've been talking about it over and over and over again, and of course we'll hit on it again today with the Giants, man. I don't think they should use the franchise tag on Daniel Jones. I think they're going to find a way to sign Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. It, it, It doesn't have to happen today. We'll go through the league calendar. We're getting there. The combine is now. I didn't get to watch too much of the combine, but we're starting to hear a bunch of different things coming out of Indy. Whether it's Bryce Young, whether it's unfortunately the story around Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia, who is now charged with reckless driving and racing, and a couple folks lost their lives down there right after the national championship. The Bears have that number one pick. We don't know what's going to happen, but this is going to be a crazy draft. The Combine's going on right now. I will get info from the Combine to share with you all night. For the football fans that care about that stuff like me, we're going to go through it. We'll go over the uh, NFL team report cards. We'll go through all of the news that has come out in the NFL, in the NHL, and MLB. I have so much in my notes. I was on last night after the Knicks-Nets game, so I'm going to transfer some of that over, plus with what I have prepared for today. But I think the focus has got to be on Patrick Kane, a three-time champion, a historic member of the hockey community coming to New York. Obviously, he's decorated. I've got Brian McKeon with me today who said, listen, this guy's the best American hockey player. He's 34. I think he's still got a lot in the tank, and I feel like we should be hyping that up. The Rangers got a good one. And uh, Tarasenko, they already traded for He made an impact last night. The Rangers are ready to roll, and I'm sure the Garden will be rocking. 877-337-6666. Like I said, man, it's a good time to be a sports fan in New York. If you're a Nets fan, it might not be that great. But you have other teams. The Mets, the prospect of the Jets signing Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. Everywhere you look around, every league, there's something to point to to be excited about, and we'll go through all of it tonight. I've got five hours to connect with you. I've got five hours for you to call. If you couldn't get on in the morning or in the midday or the afternoon, call me up. We'll talk all through it. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we'll really start the show. We'll dive headfirst into all the sports conversations and topics right here on the fan. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. New York City. We're back. Let's get right into it, man. I want to start off with the Rangers because they're on right now. If you're not watching MSG and you're not tuned in, the Rangers are already up one nothing. You know, I did my open and turned it on. They're already up one nothing, And uh, I have Brian McKeon with me, so it's, it's KM with BM to AM. And, you know, we're talking about the Rangers and Patrick Kane. And uh, earlier this week, Brian produced a show for me, and he came in with his Patrick Kane Chicago Blackhawks jersey that he already had. And he's a Rangers fan, but, like, 
he knows what this impact is is for the team and like what this means. And uh, we were talking before the show, and I came ac- across a clip today that just like rubbed me the wrong way. And before we take calls, I just want to put this out there. And I understand everybody's not a hockey fan. I wasn't before I got to the fan. But, like, this is important. This is New York City. This is the Rangers. And uh, we should be talking about it. So let's roll this clip from first take today. It is uh, the voice of the Yankees, Michael Kay, sitting in with Stephen A. Smith. And they ask a question. And if you've listened to me, I I said a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, maybe a little bit uh, longer than that, Evan Roberts was talking about who was going to end the drought here in New York. I feel like we're close. We have good teams, good players, good energy around these teams. And when Evan came out and asked me what I thought, my knee-jerk reaction was Rangers. Let's roll the clip from Michael Kay and Stephen A. today on First Take. Which team in New York do you think wins a championship next? Rangers. Oh, Lord. Come on, Patrick Kane they is don't able. Count. They don't count. Take they, don't out. count. they don't count. They don't count. Only thing Stephen I know a. about hockey, hockey is, is that the puck, puck is black. Okay. And I love you, Gary Bettman. That's my buddy for, for who I always trip to the hockey game. Right. It, That's is no, it. it is no disrespect to the Rangers and to Patrick Kane, of course, but just, just for Stephen Football, a. basketball, baseball. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> Molly finished Stephen A's sentence for him. Before I go in on Stephen A, I've got a ton of respect for what he's been able to do with his career, right? This guy's making $9, $10 million on ESPN right at the South Street Seaport here in New York. Uh, you know, he, he came from, um, you know, writing uh, news articles and uh, grinded his way up and, you know, congrats to him for all that. But I can't stand most of his takes, especially when he's talking about anything but basketball. <laughs> He's had so many misses on his takes and things that he he said, and this was a miss to me. Molly finishes his sentence, and he says, all I know is that the puck is black. That's all you know? That's all you know? You're on the worldwide leader of sports right here in New York where Patrick Kane is playing tonight for the Rangers. That's all you know? What does the puck being black have to do? Oh, I get it, Steve. Cause, cause you're black, so you're saying the only thing. That's a lame joke that he's probably been using for 20 years. And for Michael K, you know, I think he wanted Michael K to say Yankees. He wanted him to say that the Yankees were going to win the World Series because he reps the Yankees. But I'll never forget him talking about the Steinbrenner family and saying, you know, Hank's not having that, and you know, Hank Hank Steinbrenner's not going for that. And uh, rest in peace to Hank. Hank was no longer with us when Stephen A was on ESPN talking like that. So it's just kind of crazy to me that here we are in New York. The Rangers are good. The Rangers have made moves to make a push to win a Stanley Cup. And you've got a guy in New York, physically in New York, downplaying it like it's nothing. Brian, if you'd like to weigh and go for it. I don't want to come across as as Mr. Hockey Guy because uh, hockey fans tend to be a little defensive over their sport and they tend to be the ones that cry the most. Why don't you like my sport? I don't care. If hockey wants to be the niche thing in sports and it wants to be the fourth sport, I can fully embrace that because I know I know that I've seen hockey fans and it's as passionate of, of fan bases of their teams as you can possibly imagine. Uh, um, I travel for the Rangers. I... I went to uh, Toronto four years ago and saw the Rangers at the Leafs on a Saturday night, and there were 60,000 people in downtown Toronto for the game, not even in the building. Just 20,000 in the building, 40,000 in the streets, in the bars, hanging out, having a good time. So I I don't want to come across as, uh, please love my sport. You don't like hockey? Fine. Don't like it. I don't care. I have a great time. And you know what? 
Stanley Cup final tickets cost over $2,000 to get in the building. So there are fans for it. To flat out disrespect the sport, which is what happened in this clip, uh, mind you, the network that he works for that pays him $10 million a year to do that job pays $400 million a year for the NHL package. So clearly, <laughs> the network he works for found hockey valuable. Clearly, the network he works for finds a pl- there's a place for hockey, and that network still ignores the NHL. Still, thought it was worth it to pay for the package for the NHL, but still ignores the existence of the NHL. Fine. You want to ignore it? Fine. Let's admit this. The greatest American-born player in the history of the sport was traded to an original six team, the most valuable team in the NHL. And about 30 blocks from where he is sitting was warming up for one of the biggest games of the hockey season tonight. Where, Keith, did you look online earlier today? It was costing over $300 for standing room only tickets at the Garden. That's a playoff price, dude. That's a a playoff price. His jersey sold out by 6 o'clock. I mean... Give me a, so the, like you can't get a, a Pat Kane '88 jersey. So anymore. let's not act like this isn't a big deal. And again, <laughs> this is not me sitting here saying uh, I get it. All right, the Islanders traded for Bo Horvat a few weeks ago. The Devils traded for Timo Meyer. Those are big stories in the hockey world, and we can cover that in the hockey world. I get it. That's not going to make the front page front page of ESPN. But the Patrick Kane trade was the top story on ESPN.com two yeah. days ago. The top story. Let's not downplay that. And by the way. If we're going to actually analyze this, Michael Kay's not wrong. He's not. Because as far as I'm concerned, the Yankees have won, have won north of 95 games the last, I don't know how many years. Have they gotten to a World Series? Nope. The Mets have last year won 101 games and nearly got swept in the first round last year. Yep. So, I, I, I'm so and, and are the Nets closer? Are the Knicks, <laughs> are the Knicks closer? Nah, neither one is getting to a conference finals. I mean, uh, so we can sit here and have the debate. And again, you don't watch hockey. Again, I'm not going to sit here and say, please love my sport. I'm not. I love hockey. I love the NHL. I'm totally cool with it being a niche sport. But to flat out disrespect the sport like that. And, and Molly said, uh, what does that mean? Like, like, like completely downplaying it as if it's not a real sport. Uh, literally, as this is as right if. Right here in New York. As if Michael K. Uh, brought up a NASCAR racer from New York City that he's that he's going like to count for. Brought up pickleball or, or like... something like that, exactly. <laughs> or he brought up the uh, the Red Bulls going to be the next team. I mean, no one said that I, again, and I don't want to. I, I I I hate the hockey fans that are so in your face of of please like my sport, please like my sport. I don't I don't care. I could care. You don't want to watch it? Don't watch it. You want to love the sport? I will gladly. Someone like you who is embracing the sport. I will gladly answer any questions you have to get you into the sport because I think it's an amazing sport. I'd love more fans to watch it. But I'm not going to sit here and beg for you to like it. But don't find out disrespect it either. But don't. check me out, bro. Like, I took it upon myself, right, because it's not just about my fandom anymore. It's not just about what I enjoy anymore. I'm a New York City WFAN radio host hosting a radio show every night in New York. Imagine tonight me opening up and completely ignoring the fact that Patrick Kane is playing right now I mean, in the Garden. Look, this the city, Rangers. the Rangers, the Rangers have such a. Fa- think about this: the Rangers have one of the most passionate fan bases in the city, and they've won one championship in the last eighty years. I mean, I mean, actually, process that in your head for a second. The majority of this team's winning happens in the nineteen twenties to forties. That's when the majority of this franchise's winning happened. They have four Stanley Cups. Everybody alive in this city has seen one of them. That's it. In their entire, and yet. 
This, this team sells out every single night at the Garden. This team, I mean, look online at Ranger tickets. They are not cheap. And say what you want. I know the Devils have a passionate fan base. I can get into Prudential Center most nights for $20. Sure. The, I know the Islanders. The, I mean, I've, different. I've, gone, I, I've gone at Islander fans a lot. I'm sorry, Keith. When the Islanders are out of it, their fans stop showing up. It's $5 to get in. When the Islanders are good, it costs a lot to get in. When the Islanders aren't good, the fans give up and they, they move on to another sport, which is what most fan bases do. The Rangers don't do that. Okay. When, when the Knicks aren't winning... The Rangers are winning and still have a ton of fans. Exactly, in the and and it's just the 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 flat. And I get listen the the, the fact that the, that his own his own employer is paying literally hundreds of millions of dollars to broadcast the rights to this sport every year. That that alone it's, it's pathetic. That that, that Molly doesn't doesn't even acknowledge that the sport could be talked about. Come on, no, no, no. I mean, we mean like real sports. Like, <laughs> uh, give me a break, man. Give me. I mean, if the if the Rangers win, they are going to have a parade. It's, and it's going to be one of the bigger parades in the city. I mean, it'll be it'll be in the same thing. Canyon Heroes. Go look online at video of the '94 parade and look at how many people turned out for that for that for that parade. It was electric. It was unbelievable. And I wasn't even alive for the damn thing. Like it, it's so yeah, it's that so part too. flat out. You just, weren't alive the last time they won the Stanley Cup, but you get it. And like I think a lot of young fans do, and I think there should be more young fans into the Rangers or hockey. And shout out to my Devils fans, right? Uh, I think somebody just tweeted me, no, Keith, we hate the Rangers. I'm not there yet. You know, I don't have any hate towards the Rangers yet. I, I'm I'm in my first year rooting for the Devils, and I'm ecstatic that I have them, right? Like, I don't have to wallow in my Nets fandom. Last night at halftime, I can turn on the Devils versus Avalanche game. They're up 3-0 in the first period. And I think, I think you've realized this in your short amount of time watching hockey. Yeah, say what you want about the NHL, about it not being the the, the the most popular sport. These athletes are respected. People that start watching the sport, you can't not respect the fight these guys Bro, have. I played football. These dudes, said last these dudes night, fist fight <laughs> I on, the, on the ice. I thought was the tough guy sport. No, this is the tough guy sport. These guys are getting their teeth knocked out and just going right back out for the next shift. Not even caring. They're skating. They're, they're <laughs> 20 skating. miles an hour. They're skating 20 very miles fast. an hour. They have a stick in their hand. And they have guys trying to knock them off their – bro, I, I have gotten to a point where I'm, like, actually watching hockey and learning and very much into it. And I'm not I'm, – I'm, 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 I don't think – I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm not sitting here screaming, please love my sport. If you don't like it, watch the Knicks. Watch that. There's plenty of other avenues to go to to enjoy your Tuesday nights. I'm not sitting here saying, please love my sport. That's not what I'm doing. Don't disrespect it, though. Don't. Because – because – Try and get into a Ranger game when when they're good any night for under a hundred dollars. You can't. You, you you can't. I'm sorry. And like the any every other team in this city, I, I can. The Yankees have 27 championships. I can get in any single night for fifteen dollars, pretty yeah. much. I mean, I, I again, I know there's more seats. I know it's a whole. I get it. Whatever. I, I just the flat out disrespect. And he wasn't being a troll, Michael K. There either, by the way. Like let's let's acknowledge that too. He was not being a troll in this no, spot. He, he Michael, like he's de- like legitimately, they are the closest to a championship in the city right now. I mean, it's a debate. Fine, you want to debate Yankees, Mets. They are in that top three of closest to a championship. They just are. There's there's so many people that I saw. This move for the Rangers makes them the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. I told you the other day. They're right in the conversation. They're right in the we are, with everybody else in the league. We are blessed to have potentially a Devils Rangers matchup. Maybe the Islanders get in there and. For my intents and purposes, man, I'm a Nets fan, and I always hear nobody cares about the Nets. But then the Knicks beat the Nets last night, and people are trolling the Nets fans, and there's this nonstop conversation about the Knicks being better than the Nets, whose town this is, 
who's the best, this and that. I'm like, well, if you didn't care about the Nets, then that should just be a regular win. When I hear that nobody cares about hockey, I just don't believe that. It's not true. It's just something that people say to kind of, you know, knock down conversation on it. And I wanted to make sure that we hit on it. We'll have eyes on the Rangers game. Uh, and again, for my Devils fans, I'm obviously a Devils fan, but I don't hate the Rangers. And I'm you'll, enjoying you'll go this. To get, you'll get there. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> at some point I'll, I'll really be entrenched in it. And, uh, man, I'm hoping that we get this matchup, Devils versus Rangers, in the playoffs. Maybe I'll hate the uh, the Rangers then. But, yeah, the Devils in their own right deserve conversation. I've gotten a ton of tweets from people that are just like, man, I'm happy we have somebody on the fan to speak on us, to represent us, that goes to games, that watches the team, that's from Jersey. Yeah, it's the time for it. I get it. You guys want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and his bowel movements in the darkness. I don't, though. I really don't. We're on day 51 of Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, who might not actually want to come to New York, might not actually play here. In New York, we have Patrick Kane playing here. We have the Rangers playing good hockey. We have the Devils across the Hudson River playing good hockey. We have the Islanders fighting for their lives. And uh, I feel like that's worth more conversation than, oh, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do? And is he that much better than Derek Carr? And just, you know, let's talk sports. Now we'll hit the phones. 877-337-6666. I think I'm going to take one Rangers call before we have to break again. Leading off, mature Josh in the Bronx. I'm, t- I'm telling you, uh, kudos to Brian McCann and you for that last chat. That was that was great. Look, you people in New York City, go down the Penn Station before a Rangers game. You're going to see Penn Station packed with Ranger fans. You, when you go up outside outside the Garden, you're going to see people going into the garden to watch the Rangers play, please. I worked at Madison Square Garden in the 90s into the early 2000s before I retired December 31st, 2014. And believe me, Keith, people go see hockey games. So whether or not there are haters or not, there are people out there that love to go see the Rangers play. Of course, of course. And, and the doubles and, and everything. It's your show. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate you, Josh. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I could be like Stephen A. Smith. I could be the type of host that comes into WFAN and says, I don't watch hockey, right? But I've spoken on this. I, I just remember in the very early on days of me coming to the fan, I read one comment from a lady who said, oh, well, I won't be listening because hockey is outside his purview. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> I told you who I'm a fan of. I told you I played sports growing up. I told you, you know, I go to Yankee Stadium. I go to Barclays Center. I didn't have a hockey team. I didn't watch hockey, but that didn't mean I wasn't going to start, right? You should always be constantly growing. You should be evolving. We're human beings. That's what humans do. We evolve. And uh, for me, I evolved into a hockey fan, specifically a, a New Jersey Devils fan. And now I've got eyes on the whole league, and I understand what's happening and I just can't leave it out of my show. If we're going to talk Aaron Rodgers every single day, we should be talking about this as well. And we won't spend the whole show on it, but I wanted to lead with it tonight because I think it's the biggest story here in New York specifically as the Rangers are up 1-0 on the Ottawa Senators right now and Patrick Kane is wearing a blue shirt. You can't even buy an 88 Patrick Kane jersey. They're gone that quickly, so think about that. All right. Uh, do we have to break here, or should we? I think we can get another one in. 
Yeah, let's get another one in from Mature Josh to Young Josh in Passaic. Hey, Keith, how you doing? I'm great, man. Just got a long show tonight, and before we get in the weeds on the pitch clock and on um, if Aaron Rodgers wants to be isolated in East Rutherford, I'm like, man, let's let's put this Patrick Kane Rangers talk at the forefront. And also with the Devils, I mean, right, they're running at a time, but you have three goalies that could pretty much play. I'm saying they're not like better goalies, but you you got to trade one of them for like either a defensive man or you put in a goalie, another defensive player for a goalie because last night was not. I'm good. glad you mentioned that. For those that do not know, the trade deadline is tomorrow in the NHL at 3 p.m. Eastern time, I believe. So. If the Devils are going to make a move or if your favorite team is going to make a move, now's the time. And how about Dawson Mercer heating up, right? He had that big, dog. might not look at that goal, but when they were up 5-1, oh, right, and that one's dog, got three man. quick goals, he pretty much shut down their confidence. He has been on, on a, a hot streak. You hear his name every single game. Uh, and he, I feel like he's especially stepped up. Since Jack has come back, and Jack had the upper body injury, and he hasn't been exactly the same Jack Hughes as we saw in the beginning of the season, but, you know, he's he's champing it out. He's playing. Well, Dawson Mercer has, you know, ro- rose to the occasion, man. The, the Devils deserve conversation as well. They have a team. They have a stacked team. They have a team that's going to make a run, and, you know, they pulled off that game last night. They were up 5-1. It kind of sucked to see it be like 6-5 late, but they didn't lose the game. And they did that without Timo Meyer. The Timo Meyer move is a big move for the Devils. I know a lot of Devils fans talk down on the Patrick Kane move, especially um, looking at the standings and thinking that, hey, it's going to be Devils-Rangers first round. But, no, these are big moves for both these teams, and I think we're really going to enjoy it when we get to the playoffs and we have uh, more than one team to root for. I enjoyed the playoffs last year just watching the Rangers go on their run. And with the Mets and the six-man rotation, I mean, there's a few things I like about it and a few things I don't. Things I like about it is that when Scherzer or Verlander, right, you might need to give a rest game for them. You could have a pitcher coming off mm-hmm. a fine rest. The one thing is, though, right, we're paying Scherzer and Verlander. We want to see them more. We don't want to see them every six games. Yeah, and you know what, too? It's a long season. Guys are going to get hurt. Guys are going to hit the I.L. It's an arms race. At the end of the year, like, you got to have multiple guys that can throw it, and uh, I think the Mets are going to be, uh, you know, just fine. I mean, I know it's not the same guys as last year. You don't have Bassett. You don't have Walker. You don't have DeGrom. But I think that they have enough arms. And this year, it's, it's a different year. We don't know what to expect. But I think their lineup is stacked, too. Right, and also, I hope they bring up Peterson because he's always been, like, a valuable backup. So at least keep him in a bullpen. But last thing, with the Giants, looking at all those draft come on and saying, oh, they might want a receiver. I don't know. We tried that the last two years. If you want to get a receiver, wait till the fourth, fifth round or sign a free agent. Do not draft another in the first or second round. Keith, have a good night. Love the show. Thanks, Josh. I don't necessarily agree with not drafting a receiver in the first or second round. Like, there's some good receivers coming out. And if you look last year, like, Jets hit on Garrett Wilson. I think he's a generational talent. Um, I think the, the Giants should explore it. I mean, also, there's talk about DeAndre Hopkins. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know where he's going to land. But the uh, you know he's getting up there in age, he's thirty now, and the price for him doesn't seem that high. I think they were saying they were only looking for like a second round pick. I'll get the exact information on that. But like De- DeAndre Hopkins, he's arguably still one of the best receivers in the NFL. And if you can get that guy for the low, 
You should certainly be exploring that. You should certainly be checking that out. And that's that's for any team in the NFL. That's not just for the Giants, but obviously the Giants have a, a need at receiver. But, you know, they should get Wandell Robinson back next year. They they already have signed Isaiah Hodgins. Uh, I'm not so sure about, like, you know, Richie James and, and Darius Slayton, but uh, they're going to have weapons. They're, they're, they're not going to go another year being thin at the wide receiver position. All right. Let's take one more call here and then break. No, we should we should break it here because, yeah, then we'll come back and then we'll have a little run before the top of the hour. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. I should spit that kiss verse. <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan. Checking right back in. And, uh... For my Devils fans listening, I got to obviously, you know, not clear the air, but say something. One, if the Rangers win the Stanley Cup and have a parade, that parade is in New York. If the Devils win the Stanley Cup, that parade is not in New York. I understand the hatred. I understand the rivalry, right? But at the same time, understand that I'm not that deep in it. I'm not. I'm. Uh, this is my first year rocking with the Devils. Uh, you've heard me talk about that since I've been on. Love the Devils. Organization is great and all of that. But I think it takes time to build up that hatred for another organization. Like, think of all the years I missed prior to 2022-2023. I don't have that. And, uh, you know, don't take it the wrong way with me saying that I think the Rangers, out of all of the New York teams, could be the first team to uh, end this uh, championship drought here in New York. It's, it's not a slight to the Devils. If it ends up Devils-Rangers in the first round, obviously I'm rooting for the Devils. I wouldn't be rooting for the Rangers to beat the Devils and end the drought. But when we're looking at the teams and we're looking at uh, who's been close and now who's gotten better from last year to this year, my knee-jerk reaction when Evan asked me was the Rangers. Michael K had that same reaction and... You know, I just saw a shout to Ross in Bergen County, a, a big hockey fan that tweets me and calls my show. Uh, he, I just saw Stephen A. Smith must have been, you know, uh, hearing, uh, you know, his his ears must have been ringing. He must have been hearing the radio or something. 39 minutes ago, he puts out a tweet, go Rangers, and he's like clearing the air about what he had to say. And he's like, oh, I root for all New York teams. And I know that the Rangers got it going on and all that, but, Tell you, you know, started walking. Yeah, it's like... It's corny, bro. <laughs> it's like, all right, Stephen someone, A. So, someone with money called him and was like, oh, let me show you hockey. He's come sit in a $10,000 suite tonight for the game. That, that, that's what happened. You notice in the video, he's all dressed up in a suit at six p- at 7 p.m. I think he's, he wears the suit on the show. He did, does. Did that, that look the, like the, 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 the video is from tonight. So he's, pro- he's probably all dressed up getting ready to leave to go to the game in, 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 a, in a free suite at the Garden so he can be seen. Yeah, well, hey, somebody got to him and told him, hey, that, that's not a good look, bro. It's um, not a good look that, that, he, that he works for the company that's paying a lot of money for the, the, the package. Right, it might have just been ESPN. like, y- y- Yo, maybe scale that back a little bit. <laughs> we got right. this deal till 2028. Let me be a... Stephen A. Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, I'd like to be Stephen Anti-Smith. I'm, I'm never going for it. Stephen A., respect to your career, but you've had some goofy takes over the years, bro. And then you always got to retract. You always got to, you know, clear the air on your uh, social media after you say something goofy on TV. Just don't say that. Just just think about what you say prior to. All right, let's hit these phones, man. 877-337-6666. I think I can sneak in two calls before we get to the top of the hour. Tommy is in North Babylon on the fan. Hello, Tommy. 
Hey, Keith, how you doing, Tommy? What's, What's up, up buddy? Great. Uh, you know, I called to talk about the Knicks, but if I could just say a couple of quick things about the hockey. Uh, you know, <clears throat> Stephen A., I, I think you hit it on the head. I think he had a uh, an old joke that, that, that he had some poor judgment on, and he probably regretted it. And it was just a stupid thing to say, and, uh, you know, that's that. But, you know, your your cohort there that you're talking to, I, I forget his first name, I'm sorry. Brian McKeon. Yeah, hey, Brian. So, uh, you know, you hit it on the head. I'm gonna, I, I got into the Islanders in 1980 and went on that, you know, that, that four-year Stanley Cup, you know, stretch where I was spoiled. And, uh, you know, living in Long Island and going to some season tickets and, going a lot of games, I got spoiled. And uh, like you said, when the Islanders aren't doing good, I, I couldn't start rooting for the Rangers or, the, or, the, or the, the Devils yet, but I switched to the, the, to the a different sport, which was the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And, and that, the Knicks in the 90s, you know, leading up to the 90s, you know, that was a whole different thing for me. I mean, like right now, I'm starting to feel that feeling again that I haven't felt in so many years where I can't wait to get home and watch the Knicks game. You know, it's, you know, everybody's been, uh, Gio was saying today, oh, stop comparing to the 90s, Nick. I don't think we compare them to the 90s yet, obviously, Knicks. However, the attitude is there, the defense, the, the swagger is starting to come yeah. back. These Knicks are fun. restoring the feeling. They, and I don't have any problem with anyone comparing them to the 90s Knicks. They're not there yet, but they're restoring the feeling exactly, of the 90s exactly. Knicks. Right. Nobody's going to disrespect. No, obviously, you can't, you know, Oakley and Ewing and Stalks. They haven't won anything yet. We'll see what they do right. in the playoffs. But they are 100%. restoring the feeling. They are restoring yes. the energy yes. in the garden. I, I see 100%. that. And when it comes to the, the, the hockey, you know, it's funny, I you know, like I said, I, I I didn't have maybe the same passion, and, and, and maybe gambling has something to do with it, but, you know, I enjoy the Devils. I enjoy the Rangers, and when they're doing well, and a few years back when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup or when the, and the Devils were in it, I, I get with friends who are into it, and I can sit down and enjoy that also. You know, I don't know what that says about my loyalty, uh, you know, when Islanders, when it comes down to it, I guess I'll go to Islanders first if it's one against the other, like you said. Keith, enjoy what Rangers you want to enjoy and don't feel exactly. bad about it. <laughs> no, absolutely, man. That's right. But what a time, like you said, man. What a time to be a New York sports fan. Giants, Mets, it's just it's awesome. It's awesome. Indeed. Great call, Tommy. Thank you. Let's see if we can get another one in before we go to the break. Mike is in Connecticut on the fan. What up, Mike? You know what? There's so much anger out there. You have, uh, these people, I never vilified anybody for following a sport if they like it. I don't. I don't understand what what the logic is with these supposed sports experts like Stephen A. Smith. He's like a politician. He he's on he's on TV. He talks all day long unopposed. And if you ran into this guy like a politician, we have plenty of corrupt politicians in Connecticut, mostly Democrats, and you ask them a question, they couldn't answer it. And if they tried to answer it, they'd burst into flames. This guy would run away. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him in Brooklyn at Barclays Center. All you heard I, was when he walked through was boo. 
I like I like to see what he did in sports. What did he go to college? What did this I think guy he do in his life? I, I think he played basketball in college, but uh, I don't think it was much to write home about. He did. He played college hoops, though. Yeah, he played. I'll give him that. He played college basketball. Okay, he played. He played college hoop. I'll give him that too. But you know what? The guy. He's just. He reminds me. Remember that commercial with uh, uh, Penny Hardaway, Little Penny? Was that a <laughs> Nike commercial? Yeah. He reminds me of a doll. He couldn't shut up. Yeah, it's always blabbing, always talking too much. Always blabbing, you know. And I, I just, you know what? If this guy rubs people the wrong, I don't even watch him. I watch him about as much as I watch Fox Sports One with Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip. I call him yeah. Skip. And they're out, they're out in L.A. And my thing is, like, Stephen A. is a New Yorker. He's supposed to be representing New York on a national stage. And that's what you say when Michael K. brings to the table the New York Rangers and Patrick Kane. You shut it down. You 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 brush it off like it's nothing. Like it like come on now. This is why I like your show because I can speak to you live, and I can present sometimes not not that often an opposing viewpoint, and you can respond. That's what we should be doing. We're sports these fans. People, these people on TV and these politicians, they just speak. They're unopposed. Yeah, and you just got to change the because channel. Because they're afraid. They're afraid <laughs> I, of criticism. I didn't even watch his show live. It's it circulated on Twitter, just that little clip. And then he had to go on Twitter and say, oh, everybody calm down. Rangers fans calm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, get on Twitter, you coward. You know what? He doesn't have the stones to tell you face-to-face. No, he'll move on, and then tomorrow he'll be blabbing about the NBA. And yeah, yeah, he'll talk about something else. Indeed. Thanks for the call, Mike. We got to take a break here. 877-337-6666. We're going to get into some other things, of course. That's the first hour of my show. I've got four more to go. Keith McPherson on the fan. Stay with us. I'll be right back.